0: We're excited Mm -hmm. to be talking about Genesis
1: chapter three in person, in person, about sin, all the messiness. That's right. The stuff that happens when, you
0: know, behind closed doors. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) We sit up till 5 a.m. talking about stuff like that. That's true. (laughs) That's true. And so um, we're both running on about five hours of sleep. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. uh,
1: what what did we talk about last night? Well, we talked about it all. We talked about original sin, right? We talked about the issue of original sin. Like, uh, do people inherit sin? Are they born innocent? Um, And that all connects to Genesis 3, obviously. I mean, depending on your view. So I know we hit that hard. We hit that hard. We did. We did hit that hard. And,
0: uh, you know, it's important to not only be told you can learn this stuff from these scholars at your church yeah. but you can also look it up for yourself so you have the evidence if you ever run across anybody then you can tell them hey look right here this is where it says that original sin is in fact true or this is in this is the part where you say that original sin is not true depending on your viewpoint
2: yeah
1: and Henry does a good job at wanting to get get the Bible reference, the the Bible verse. That's true, right? Because that's that's what's important. Uh, and we looked at some websites last night that were garbage. They, were, <laughs> garbage. they the yeah. way they referenced certain verses, it just didn't fit. It wasn't the context. So that's uh, true. Yeah, we did. We we looked at some opposing
0: viewpoints. Of original sin. Mm-hmm. Now, if you're wondering, we do believe in original sin. But we wanted the evidence. We wanted the research. We wanted to look some of this stuff up and come up with a compelling argument. Justin actually has written a whole paper. I had forgotten about that. Yeah. And (laughs) we actually
1: pulled out his paper because he's in, he was in seminary. I I, I was in seminary. And so I forgot for, uh, there's a theology class called homardiology, which is the doctrine of sin. And so I had forgotten that I had written a paper on it because he started talking about sin and all this kind of stuff. Well, I'll look in my folder and there was a paper on it. So we did, we we're able to look at some of the verses from, from stu- research I had done in the past that I right. forgot about. Right. So like. right. anyway. And Justin's starting to look. <laughs> we also learned Justin's going to start a website. Too. Yeah, Henry's peer pressure <laughs> me, or pressure me to start a website. That's I right. just put all my stuff on there, but that's a good idea. I'm just, I feel like, you know, sometimes you disagree with the position you once had, so... Right. Then you're like, oh man, I'm an idiot. Right. And everybody knows it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> Once it's on
0: the internet, it never comes off. Yep. So For forever. forever. Yeah. Yeah. So guys, let's go ahead and get started in chapter three. Mm-hmm. Not of the Quran, but of the Bible. Ooh. Yeah. We're reading the Bible. Just hey, also
1: funny. Henry's read the whole Quran. <laughs> <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, that is true. So Genesis chapter 3, Justin, do you want want to do us the honors starting off?
1: Okay, here we go. Verse 1. Now the serpent was more crafty than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said to the woman, "Indeed, Indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree of the garden? The woman said to the serpent, From the fruit of the trees of the garden we may eat, but from the fruit of the tree which is in the middle of the garden, God has said, you shall not eat from it or touch it or you will die. The servant said to the woman, you will surely not die for God knows that in the day you eat from it, your eyes will be opened, and you will be like God knowing good and evil. When the woman saw that the tree was good for food and that it was a delight to the eyes and that the tree was desirable to make one wise, she took from its fruit and ate. And she gave also to her husband with her, and he ate. Then the eyes of both of them were opened, and they knew that they were naked. And they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves loin coverings. So, first of all, we see, I think it's interesting that the the, the serpent, like, is talking. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And so, I think that should have been a red flag, or I don't, I mean, I don't know... I feel like I assume early animals didn't talk. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so, so I think this is a unique situation where some snake was talking, right? You know, <laughs> I suspect you're right. Yeah, I
2: suspect you're right. <laughs> um, yeah,
0: yeah. You know, another thing that I find very interesting about this passage here is what the serpent actually says. Yeah, and so. And I want to make this also clear. The serpent goes to the woman. Right. And the God gave the instruction of not to eat from the tree of knowledge of good and evil. God gave that instruction to the man.
2: Yep.
0: Adam. And so Damn. the man must have given that instruction right. to the woman. Yep. And so... The serpent is actually going to the woman.
2: Right. Nice. And
0: and is asking the woman a question. Starts with a yeah. Quick question. Yeah. Starts to put a little doubt in her mind. And that question mm-hmm. is: indeed, has God said, You shall not eat from any tree
1: of the garden? Yeah, see, and here's what's interesting: is that in God's in Genesis 2, God is like, You shall freely eat from any tree, mm. except just this one tree. Mm. Eat from anything. You, there's there's no boundaries except this one. Mm. Just don't eat from it. And, he, and God never said don't touch it, okay? But but the point is, yeah. like sometimes, so God gives uh, boundaries, right? God gives things that, that we shouldn't do. Or, you know, God gives the boundaries of sin, what's right and wrong. And the devil tries to come in and twist it like that's too much of a burden, right? Because he said, indeed, as God said, you shall not eat from any tree. In other words, like, sometimes the devil tries to make it following God's rules, this huge burden when it's not actually, mm. you know, he makes it seem like a bigger burden than it is. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So that's interesting. So, yeah, Agreed. but also she, so the problem is that she, she, she added to the word of God, right? So uh, as that you shall not eat from it or touch it or you will die. And that's not accurate. Right. And so anyway, is that she there there there's so many things wrong with what just happened here. God allowed so, the touching of the tree. Exactly. But so not eating first. Exactly. Well, because if you if they were gardeners though, they would have to touch to like you know what I'm saying to take care of all the vegetation. Okay. So you you know. Anyway. So. And, so verse six, sorry. So the woman yeah. saw the tree was good for food, that it was a delight to the eyes, and the tree was desirable to make one wise. in mm-hmm. verse six. We see that uh, in First John we have here uh, the, the lust of the flesh, um, which is the tree was good for food, uh, delight to the eyes, lust of the eyes, and the tree was desirable to make one wise, the pride of life. And we see that these three temptations <clears throat> were what Satan hit Jesus with uh, during his his time in the wilderness. Mm. And so the thing is, here is what we see here is the the Eve. When she was confronted with Satan about temptation, she missed, she didn't use God's word correctly and she crumbled. But when Christ was in the wilderness and Satan hit him with these same three temptations, Jesus responded with scripture, mm. right? So Christ already had his foundation. I mean, he's, he's God, but. He already had his foundation in Scripture so that he responded to the devil with Scripture. Mm. And even the devil stepped up his game there and quoted Scripture back to Christ out of context. So, Mm. yeah. A lot going on here.
0: Yeah. (laughs) And there's a temptation for the woman to know both good and evil. Right. I think it's clear at this point that the woman had experienced good. Yeah. And had some knowledge of what was good because... Her life experientially, yeah, was was perfect. It was perfect, yeah. And so she knew what good is, but she, she. I think there was some type of doubt in God, right? Yeah, that maybe God was keeping something, holding out, out on her, yeah, from her. And so she wanted to know what evil was like, yeah. And I think growing up, a lot of us might have that same temptation that we right. really want to know what evil is like as well. Yeah. Because you see the world kind of giving yeah. in to that type of sin or temptation mm-hmm. and it looks pleasing to the eye.
2: Yeah.
0: And you want to know for yourself, I think it's fair to say where do you draw the line on that though? You know, if you yeah. do we do I think everyone I think everyone watching this video would say, you know, murder is not a <laughs> good idea. That's a sin. Yeah. yeah. That's a sin, right? Yeah. Yeah. Do do all of us need to go out and experience murder to know that that's bad and evil? And I get that that's an extreme case, mm-hmm. but I think we could, you know, but the say, logical
2: conclusion will be the same no matter what, right? Whatever said, you yeah. could
0: pair that down a notch, yeah. and say, and it well, still rings true. Yeah. And it still rings true. It's like, yeah. do I need to go out and experience premarital sex mm-hmm. or lying or stealing, right? Or to figure out that it's actually destructive. To figure out yeah. that it's actually destructive. Yeah. If you trust God and you trust the Bible. Mm-hmm. And you trust the people in your church that maybe have made some of those mistakes you don't have to make those same mistakes yourself yeah because they are so destructive so i think we could take a lot of um application here. oh yeah that's a good one yeah. and there is some interesting comments to be made about the fact that they were naked and they sewed fig leaves together and made, lo- made themselves mm-hmm. Blowing coverings, but we can discuss more of that as we move on. So let's move on to the second paragraph. I will read this one. They heard the sound of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day. And the man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. Then the Lord God called to the man and said to him, where are you? He said, I heard the sound of you in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked. So I hid myself. And he said, who told you that you were naked? Have you eaten from the tree of which I commanded you not to eat? The man said, the woman whom you gave to be with me, she gave me from the tree and I ate. Then the Lord God said to the woman, what is this you have done? And the woman said, the serpent deceived me and I ate.
1: Let's stop right there. I agree. um, And unpack this a little bit. So, So what I like right off the bat, or not what I like, but what I see, the boldness of Adam here. Like, so in verse 12, the man said, the woman whom you, right? So... When Adam sinned, he blamed God and he blamed his wife. Right? The woman whom you gave to me. Right? So it was your fault and it was her fault. If you hadn't have given her to me, and if she hadn't have done this, then I wouldn't be in this situation, right? Mm. So he didn't take responsibility. He passed the the guilt or he passed the the burden onto Eve, and then Eve passed it on to the serpent. Mm. So Yeah, and going
0: a little bit before that, um, you find them man and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord when they heard the sound of him walking in the garden. I think we all can kind of find ourselves in that situation whenever we're sinning or doing something that we're ashamed yeah, of. Yeah. We can kind of pull back from God and instead of growing close trying to grow closer to him to eliminate that sin in our life, we'll back away because of that shame. Yeah. And I think that's a huge 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 mistake. Yeah. If is. you if you commit a sin, and you feel convicted by the Holy Spirit, or you can com- feel convicted one way or another, mm-hmm. then you should, I think, fi- have an attempt to draw closer yeah. to God in that moment, not to pull away.
1: Right. Instead of going more downhill,
0: Right. Yeah. Because I think if you draw closer, then you're, you're kind of taking a step towards improvement as opposed to a step towards yeah. falling further and deeper
1: into your sin. Yeah, I agree. Something else I like here. So I had not noticed this, but um at the school I used to go to, there was someone in our counseling department who was speaking one time. And so if you'll notice, just the, the whole dialogue in verse 8 and 9 is, is really used as kind of like a, a, a counseling um platform. Because like, and you'll notice God's sensitivity and, and mercy. So like when God was walking in the garden and he said, where are you? So it's God. He knows where they are. Mm. Right. And then when he says, have you eaten from the tree? So like the thing is, if you'll notice, all God's questions are, you know, where are you? Have you eaten from the tree? Uh, things like that. So like the thing is, God doesn't do any why questions because uh, the, the counseling uh, person said that why questions induce shame. Right. Instead of saying, why did you do that? Right? Like, that doesn't help the, the person who's committed to sin. Mm-hmm. And, and she had said, You should say something like, Well, tell me about that. Right? Mm-hmm. Or, like, start a conversation. Obviously, it needs to be addressed and it needs to be talked about. Mm-hmm. But saying, Why did you do that? Um, I just thought like, it was interesting about how God mercil- mercifully dealt with Adam and Eve. Right. Yeah. Despite God knowing where yeah. they are at yeah. all times, he knew it. He, knew he was exactly. having a
0: conversation yeah. with um, Adam and Eve.
2: Yeah.
1: Let's move on to this next section here. Okay,
2: I'll so, take it. The, take it. Yeah. The
1: Lord God said to the serpent, because you have done this, cursed are you more than all cattle and more than every beast of the field. On your belly you will go, and dust you will eat all the days of your life. And I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. He shall bruise you on the head. You shall bruise him on the heel. To the woman he said, I will greatly multiply your pain and childbirth. In pain you will bring forth children, yet your desire will be for your husband, and he will rule over you. Cool. Yeah. So,
0: so I would break this section up into a couple sections. This first section is talking to the serpent. The Lord God said to the serpent. And this is what the curses from the serpent and mm-hmm. the second section he specifically is speaking to the woman yep and as you'll see down here mm-hmm. he'll actually start talking to adam but there's mm-hmm. kind of these three different sections that i think you know god speaks to each three of the parties really involved in the sin
1: right you know it's something interesting here so um the serpent so i forgot to address this the serpent is the devil Uh, And we see this is actually clarified in the book of Revelation. It said the serpent of old uh, Satan. And so the serpent is the devil. And so I think it's unclear whether the devil came and possessed a snake or whether the devil just physically manifested himself as a snake. Mm. I don't think it has a theological implication either way, Mm. but I just I've heard that debate. And Mm. so it's interesting. But if you'll notice here, the serpent is the only one cursed. So God did not curse Eve or Adam. Mm. He punished them,
2: Mm.
1: right? Well, here's the thing that before I want to go on to what he said to Eve. um, The thing here is that we see a hierarchy that, so we have God who is the ruler. And he created humans to rule over creation, to rule over animals. And Satan is always trying to rebel against God's order. So Satan now was a creature that rebelled against the people that caused the people to rebel against God. So it reversed God's order, Mm. you know what I'm saying, Mm -hmm. that he had set up. And so I thought that was interesting. But uh, a lot of scholars believe that verse 15 here, it's actually called the the Proto-Evangelium. It's the first gospel, the the pre-gospel, early gospel. Um, It is how a lot of scholars feel when it says, I will put enmity between you and the woman and between your seed and her seed. So the idea is that her seed is that from the woman, there's going to be a messiah come, right? This is the first reference to the Messiah from many scholars. He shall bruise you on the head, and you shall bruise him on the heel. In other words, the Messiah is going to get wounded, but the devil is going to get defeated. Because there's a bruise on the heel or a bruise on the head. Uh, and I've I've heard that the bruise there in, in the original Hebrew, it's more of a crushing of the head instead of a bruise. Um, but Anyway, um, so clearly, I mean, this is, you know, reference to the Messiah, the gospel, because Christ died for sin. And so that was Christ being bruised on the heel. But he's God. He's powerful. So he rose from the grave. And so that was that that defeated Satan, which was the bruise on the head. Mm. So,
2: yeah,
0: a lot of great points here. Um, Any thoughts about the
1: the punishment for the woman? Childbirth. We were just talking to to, uh, someone we know last night about childbirth. So, uh, yep, it sounds terrible. Yeah. (laughs) Sorry,
2: ladies. Uh,
0: Don't worry. We don't get away Um, (laughs) scot-free. Then to Adam, he said, Because you have listened to the voice of your wife and have eaten from the tree about which I commanded you, saying, You shall not eat from it cursed is the ground because of you in toil you will eat of it all the days of your life both thorns and thistles it shall grow for you and you will eat the plants of the field by the sweat of your face you will eat bread till you return to the ground because from of it you were taken For you are dust, and to dust you will return. So this is the section where God's actually talking to Adam. And God's basically saying, Adam, you gave a terrible excuse earlier about, you know, blaming your wife. You know, you ultimately listened to your wife. And you ate of the tree from which I commanded you, saying you shall not eat from it. So Adam had a specific he, he heard that directly from God. Yep. So I want to, you know, even though the woman, you know, Eve made a humongous mistake. Mm-hmm. I like to give her a little bit of grace because she heard it from Adam, right? Yeah. It's like the woman yeah. has secondhand knowledge of this, right. you know, and you can kind of almost think, you know, maybe Adam could have made it more clear, given her a little bit more information because the woman was clearly not fully understanding what she was allowed and not allowed to do. Mm-hmm. and so I give the woman and I give Adam a little bit of grace here because I think all of us would have made this exact same mistake right. at, the, at some point but and they also struggled
1: though with the, with the pride of it as well I think it's a factor so they wanted to this, Satan's deal was become like God right you'll eat it you'll become like God so did Satan I mean like I guess I had heard a professor say once that the most dangerous lies are the ones that contain truth Mm. So, like, what he presented, did it come to be true? They did. It was true in the fact that they learned the knowledge of good and evil. Mm. But that was not really... He was almost promising them, you'll be like God, mm. right? Mm. They wanted to be like God. Mm. And so, it's it's interesting how, and terrible, like, sin promises stuff that it doesn't deliver on. Mm. Satan mm. promises on stuff it doesn't deliver on. Mm. And I mean, so... They didn't become like God, and instead, the rest of the world went into a fallen state. Or the whole world went into a fallen state. Right. That's that's rough. Right. Um, we didn't get to experience the Garden of Eden. No, we didn't. So, for those of y'all who enjoy,
0: like, Disney World and some of these other places, <laughs> I suspect the Garden, Garden of Eden was better than all that. Yeah, to show. Sure. You know, Mickey wasn't there,
1: but... <laughs> I mean, we also have, like, the best food. Yeah. Right yeah. The best veggies, they were all vegetarians then. <laughs> veggies, right,
0: right, right. Okay, and then looks like uh, God specifically talks about how the mm-hmm. ground is cursed, yeah, and things are gonna be hard. Basically, you're gonna have to work mm-hmm. and it's gonna be challenging, Yep. So, anybody who's at the office right now, you're having grinding, a, yeah, is <laughs> <laughs> having a little bit of a challenge maybe with a boss or maybe something, yeah, we all know who to thank for.
2: Yeah, Adam.
0: Yeah. So when yeah. we all when we get to heaven, mm-hmm. don't forget to go by Adam's house.
1: <laughs> well, room, room, room. Yeah, because we're all going to be in a giant house. That's how I interpret. it yeah. I, I don't believe we're going to have our own separate mansions. I believe it's going to be one mansion. We're yeah. all going to have different Yeah, we're to roommates. <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: yeah. So yeah, so you no, know, hit Adam up. saying thanks, yeah. bud. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, buddy. <laughs> I learned patience.
2: Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: and then I think also I think it's also important to note here: for you are dust, and to dust you mm-hmm. shall return. So yeah, going back to the two trees. Yeah, there's the tree of life and the tree of knowledge mm-hmm. of good and evil. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, this is we'll we'll get into this in a second, but this seems to mention that hey, you were born from dust, and from dust you will return. There seems to be some mm-hmm. ominous tones. Yeah. With this last.
2: Yeah. Um, no, I exactly.
1: think so. I almost forgot about that. So I think that there's a balance. Um, when we look. So we talked uh, our first day about the value of human life, about being made in the image of God. Okay. So I think there's a balance here that we value human life because we are made in God's image. He's our creator. But then there's also this God is letting Adam know, hey, you're dust. So we need to be we need to maintain humility um and know that we're dust like we don't need to start thinking that we're too hardcore and 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 thinking that we don't need god or or we're you know we're as good as god or anything like that um we need to recognize here you know god created us from the dust and so we have value because of god but we need to maintain the humility um, with this tone here you know what i'm saying right so (laughs)
0: let's move on to this next section Now the man called his wife's name Eve because she was the mother of all the living. The Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife and clothed them. Mm
2: -hmm.
0: Let's stop right quick there. that's a big one. Um, Mm -hmm. So the man is now giving Eve her name. Yep. Eve, which is cool. Yep. And she also gets to be the mother of all the living. Yeah. So we're all related. Yep. We she are. Didn't know that. We all came from Adam and Eve. Yeah. Yeah. So what's up my brothers and yeah, sisters? Exactly. And the Lord God made garments of skin for Adam and his wife mm-hmm. and clothed them. Any significance
1: to that? Yeah. So earlier, and we see that um, they made clothes of their own from the fig leaves, right? Mm-hmm. And so I've heard. I had a, a former professor that said that. That was the first, uh, that was the first like religious work, right? It's, it's like people trying to solve their own problems, people trying to cover their own sin, right? And so that was religion in that verse, but we see it's only, it's only a sacrifice that can cover sin. It's only the work of God that can truly cover sin. And so God made the garments of skin. So where did those garments come from? It came from an animal. An animal had to die because of what Adam and Eve did. Now, here's the the part that I'm unsure about. That I, uh, there's a little bit of debate about. Wait, wait, you're unsure about something? Yeah. Really? Michelle, yeah. I thought so, so. You, so
0: you don't know everything? No. <laughs> I thought you. So you I don't. You, I, don't, don't, know to, I went, don't know anything. I don't know anything. So you went to a special school to learn about the Bible?
1: Yeah. And I walked away with a whole bunch of questions. <laughs> no, no, no. So I think that there,
2: no no no. That,
1: this is the, why we were up till five a.m. last right, night right. because because this, there's so much unknown, right? Right, right?
0: Yeah. I I think I think it's just real quick. Yeah, I love this. Right? Yeah. yeah, learning the Bible is a mm-hmm. something that you do over your yeah. entire life, mm-hmm. and you know so, sometimes you go to school yeah. and you and you learn stuff and after you leave there you realize hey i didn't know as much as i thought that i did yeah you know and so very fascinating but go ahead keep, yeah keep, keep no
1: going, I, i'm just saying so <laughs> so i think that you know you can learn um i mean we we can know for certain that jesus is god and he died for our sins right we get the gospels are very clear and i think that there are some per- per- peripheral issues that we don't know for sure, right? Mm-hmm. That we can say, "Hey, the, the scriptures lean point this way." And there's good because here's the thing: the the original, um, you know, authors inspired by the Holy Spirit wrote for a certain purpose to inform people about necessary information. And so, like, as societies have gone on, we come up with these super specific questions, right, mm. that the author was never intending to answer. Now, I don't think it's bad to come up with those questions, or, and especially we should search for those answers in Scripture. But the point is that a lot, of the Bible, a lot of the Bible books were not written in a way to answer all these unique questions that we have. Mm. But the answers are there. I'm just, not every answer is, like, we can't tie it up with a pretty bow like we'd like.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> so
1: that, that that that's what i see right but what i was going to say is that it's unclear whether adam killed the animal or god killed the animal right either way god made the garments of skin from the dead animal but who actually made the sacrifice i kind of lean toward adam making the sacrifice. Because it was his sin that needed to be covered, sacrificed for. Right. Uh, so anyway, the point is the text is unclear here. So there is some people feel like God killed the animal. Some people feel like Adam did. It.
0: So that's, yeah. And I want to make one co- quick comparison mm-hmm. just to make sure this is very clear. Up here, they were naked after they sinned and they sewed fig leaves mm-hmm. together. So they originally made garments from fig leaves, a plant, and this is in stark contrast to having garments of skin. Yeah. There's only, you know, skin is something that belongs to humans and animals. Yep. So... I'm, getting, I'm just gonna go out on a limb and say these garments of skin weren't made out of human skin, right? Because right, they were the only two humans there. That's right. Yeah, yeah. So those So love it. Um, let's move on to the next section.
2: All right. Go ahead.
1: Then the Lord God said, "Behold, the man has become like one of us, knowing good and evil, and now he might stretch out his hand and take also." From the tree of life, and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him out from the Garden of Eden to cultivate the ground from which he was taken. So he drove the man out, and at the east of the Garden of Eden he stationed the cherubim and the flaming sword, which turned every direction to guard the way to the tree of life. Whoa, whoa, city, whoa,
0: guys. This is a perfect mm-hmm. world. Just yep. chapter one, chapter two, perfect. Mm-hmm. And now it's all Adam and Eve, they blew it. Yep. Adam and Eve blew it. Yep. Oh, now we're starting to see more of the consequences of that. Oh, yeah. So there's consequences to say. Yeah. And, and they they typically yeah, right. And they typically aren't something that you're going to be super excited about.
1: Yeah. Right? Yeah. I I knew um, when I was young in junior high, there was this pastor who used to say, this is, everybody's going to think this is lame. Everybody's heard it. Sin is like a train. Like you get off at the next stop, not when you want to. Mm -hmm. Or there's the other thing. Sin takes you farther than you wanted to go and made you pay more than you wanted to pay. Mm -hmm. Stuff like that. So Mm -hmm. that made me think of what you were saying.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And going back to being enticed by sin and lured into sin. And wanting to experiment and try new things and Mm -hmm. explore evil. Yeah. I think we can see here that if we trust the Bible, we get to enjoy the garden. Yeah. If we don't trust the Bible, we get to enjoy... Keep that out of the garden. That's right. Enjoy being keep out of the garden. (laughs) Imagine imagine you're Disney World. Yeah. Okay. And then you sneak into a particular ride or you cut in line mm-hmm. and then you get
1: kicked out. Yeah. Mickey gives you the boot. <laughs> <laughs> you <laughs> out of <laughs> here. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Here's the thing. This is actually being kicked out of the garden is like, I think I mentioned before in a previous episode, it's actually an act of grace by God because uh, in verse 22, um, first of all, we see a reference to the Trinity again. Uh, like, behold, the man has become like one of us. And so, he, um, God kicks him out so Adam, to, Adam and Eve don't live forever in a fallen state, right? He doesn't want them to eat from the tree of life. It's a blessing for them to go ahead and die at some point mm. and then go to heaven. Mm. Um, so anyway, so the point is that it's, we, we we see, even in discipline, we see God's mercy in it. Right. So Yeah.
0: And that must have been tough, right? I mean, yeah. the fact that you got to experience perfection, yep. And then that's taken away from you. Brutal. none of us have ever experienced right. perfection. That would be a harsh. That would be harsh, yeah. That's tough. That is tough. That and is hard. I think there's also a um I mean, there's flaming swords. That's cool. Yeah. That is pretty cool. And so I think one thing to kind of discuss before we end on chapter three mm-hmm. is that Adam and Eve were given choices. Yeah. They could choose to obey God or they could choose to disobey God. Yeah. And we wonder why there's evil in this world.
2: Yeah.
0: Obviously Satan has a has a as a component to that. Yeah. But I think humanity is complicit in that as well. Oh, yeah. And so, you know, God created everything perfectly. And because he gave us free choice Mm -hmm. in this instance, Mm -hmm. then we screwed it up. And so if anyone asks you why there's evil in this world, it's because of us.
2: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Exactly. Yeah, because if you look back at the garden and everything God did, what would God, what could God have done differently? Right? Like God didn't, I mean, if he was to create a perfect world all over again, start over, he would do it just the same, I'm sure. Like, there's no, he he gave man the opportunity to make a righteous decision Mm. um, in a very reasonable setting. Right.
2: So, yeah.
0: Any final thoughts on this chapter? Yeah. Um,
1: I'm excited to unpack the rest of Genesis.
0: Me too. Yeah. I'm excited too. We're three chapters in. God created the world. Chapter 1. He, Everything created this perfect yeah. area for Adam and Eve to live in. Yep. And then Chapter 3. We screwed up with sin. Yep. And it all it's a bumpy road from here. <laughs> <Yeah>. Very
2: bumpy. <laughs> Buckle in, guys. Yeah.
0: Put that seatbelt on. Put the seatbelt on. Yeah. And get ready for a bumpy ride. Yeah. We got some funny chances. That's right. All right.
2: Later.